live with me in studio Friday nights 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Radio Free Brooklyn. Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Welcome to Dunstun. Catherine Dunn is running a little bit late, but luckily I found this ghost in the studio. Hello. Yeah, I was um, actually, you know, just looking around for anyone who wanted to uh, have their dick sucks, you know? Oh. Yes. Uh, so what is this like? Storytelling or something? <laughs> oh, that That is the purpose of this show. All right. Fuck it. Let's get this shit started, right? Or not? <laughs> Hello, hello, everybody. I love this song. I mean, I was actually a teenage whore. Mm. Yes, it's true. You know, you you are born this way sometimes. Yeah, I mean, sometimes <laughs> you are. Yeah. Sometimes you're born a teenager and a whore. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so exciting. I mean, in the studio, we have uh, wonderful people. You know, I've seen your penis before. Well, yes, you have. Yes. Uh, very big, you know, almost like an Italian or something. Mm. Almost. Yes, uh, this is Face Boy. He does, um, what is it, Ass Radio, you know? Art Star Scene Radio, a.k.a. Ass Radio. I prefer... Every Saturday at 7 p.m. right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Personally, I prefer ass, you know? But uh, this is just my preference. Would you lick an asshole through a glory hole? If it could fit, yeah. Okay. I mean, I think it would have to be like a rosebud pink sock, you know? <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, how else would it fit through the hole? Have well, you seen I mean, them? I mean, if... I'm sure. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, uh, yeah, you've seen them. I recognize you, you know? Not your face, but uh, I recognize parts of you. <laughs> I've seen you, is what I'm saying. Uh, just kidding. If the, if the wood was thin enough, you just, you know, put your butt on the glory hole, bend over. My butt? No, no, no. A, a person could put their <laughs> butt. I mean, you could put your butt, or someone else could put their butt. And if the wood was thin enough, you could look an asshole through a glory hole. I, I don't disagree. I think uh, this is uh, unflawed logic. And it wouldn't require a pink sock. Fair enough. You know, my my tongue is pretty long. Uh, I'll show you. I'm a specter. I can be in two places at once. Do you like that? Yes. Yes. It's actually in all the way up in your colon. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, maybe you uh, should have that checked out. Mm. Anyway, uh, we also have in the studio with us uh, Velocity Child. Hello. Ah, your, your voice is uh, absolutely beautiful. Yeah, my God, it's early. Wow, <laughs> I'm not sure what this means, but uh, it, it excites me. I have no idea what that means. Yeah, I mean, my ass. Uh, my, my voice is a little husky right after I wake up. Oh, uh, yeah. yes. Uh, for me, it is husky after I um, suck a lot of dicks. You know? Mm. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It gets a little Wouldn't scratchy. That be always. Yeah, my voice is actually always a little scratchy because I'm almost always sucking dick. Like right now, I feel real weird. You know, empty, if you will, because I'm not. There's no dick in my mouth. Uh, this microphone. There's a void. Nature appears vacuum. Oh, yes, this microphone. It feels a little okay, bit. Yeah, other people need to use that microphone. Whatever, you know. Uh, other people <laughs> need to use the penises that I suck. So, uh, you know, it's, it's really uh, philosophy, I guess. Yeah, it's a philosophy. Yes. Yeah, so, um, Face Boy, I believe you've brought, um, what is it, a story to uh, tell? Uh, yes. Uh, I wish Catherine was here. But, um, Why is that? Well, because it relates to something that... Uh, Am I not good enough for you? You're good mm -hmm. enough for me. What, what, is, what is this about then? Uh, 
Well, she had recently tried to get me out of my apartment. Oh, um, is this hard? Because I've seen you only out of your apartment, you know? It, it is difficult. This is one of the few places I ever go. Oh. Is this studio. So you're kind of like me. In um, Brooklyn, did you die here? Right? What's that? As well, did you also die here? No, I didn't. Oh, um, for those... You of, died on my show. I did, I remember. I mean, I died doing what I loved. I was uh, mm. choking on a fat dick, you know? Yes. Lit- literally, you know, like that man in Florida. What? Well, the man in Florida, there was a man. Uh, I'm very aware of this. Which man in Florida? Uh, There's good probably point. been several. Yes, I know. Your, your Florida is like our Russia's, you know? Um, <laughs> but, um, but yes, um, no, the, the man in Florida, he killed a woman with his penis. Mm. Oh, yes. I remember what? that story. Yes, it was a famous case. You know, I followed it. When was this? Not long ago, maybe um, four months. Wow. Yes. Correct. And he, uh, he got off. Yes. Or, or he got he get off. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure he, if he got off because he was dead. You know? Classic. <laughs> he was acquitted of the murder charges. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From his dick. Yeah. How did he kill someone with his dick? She choked to death. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yes. Sounds like a joke. I mean, no, it, it happened to me. So oh, I know for a fact it's possible mm. to happen. You know, happen all the time. In, in, in That's going to haunt me. Yes, I like me. I'm a, I'm, I'm a haunt. You're a ghost. I am, yes. So one of the ways she tried to get me out of the apartment is she said, uh, well, there's a piñata at this party. <laughs> and I hate piñatas. I, I absolutely deplore them. And it has to do with something that happened when I was eight years old. It was uh, at my school, PS41, uh, third grade. And um, they were doing some sort of like cultural awareness show and our class did mexico and we had a pinata and i remember quite clearly it was a donkey pinata and had all these streamers hanging off of it and all of that and um you know we you, you know, everyone got blindfolded and spun around three times and we went alphabetically so behind me was this kid eddie hill because i'm francis hall in in real life or whatever mm-hmm. So Eddie Hill was behind me. He's he's a bully. He's big. He's strong. So the first few kids, they they swung, they missed, may, maybe hit a little bit, and then it's my turn. I'm blindfolded. I'm spun around, and I think I'm at the pinata. Pretty sure I, I was there, and I heard a bunch of people yell "stop." So I figured, okay, I'm in front of the pinata. So I swung really fucking hard, but oh, the no. truth was they yelled "stop" because I was right at the edge of the stage. <gasps> And when I swung, I fell off the stage. You swung yourself off. I the swung stage. myself off the stage. Hurt and it. I wasn't all that hurt, but I was a little dazed. And I take the thing off and I get back on stage. And Eddie Hill is now uh, has the stick. And I'm kind of dazed. And I wonder under the pinata, Eddie swings, he hits the pinata, and then he hits my head. I crumble, I fall down, and I piss my pants. No. Yeah, I piss my pants. Now, this is in front of everybody, everyone, the whole school, and their their parents and teachers and students. You can't make this shit up. No, no. So I, I piss my pants, and now I'm like really groggy and out of it, and everyone is like grabbing at the candy. The bottom half of the donkey falls on me the, the Sorry, streamers I'm laughing with you the streamers wad up 
and stick to my pants because I pissed my pants. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Shit Eddie show. is laughing and he coughs up a, a chewed Tootsie Roll, which hits my eye. It looks like poop. And he like thinks it's my fault that he choked on the Tootsie Roll, so he kicks me. <laughs> and so I I get up and I'm crying and I'm you know I I leave cuz I have to go to the nurse's office cuz I got a big fucking bump on my head and I'm walking down and I'm crying and everyone is laughing I got like a trail of wet streamers behind me I get into the nurse's office and I realized I didn't even get any candy. And that is why I hate piñatas. That's a good reason. That's my story. So there was no candy still stuck to you? There was the Tootsie Roll in my eyebrow hairs kind of stuck. Chewed. That's some, Chewed up. That's serious. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, your friend Eddie Hill is a rapist. You know, rapist mentality. He blamed you. It was his, his fault, but he blamed you for some reason. He was a horrible person. He sounds like it. So did you hit the piñata with like a bat or a stick? Stick. Why, why aren't you, like, abhorrent to sticks now? Just piñatas? Good question. It's piñatas. Mm. Also, uh, my question is, is this when you developed your wonderful, um, what is it, um, obsession with pissing in public? <laughs> I do like to pee in, in public. Yes, because uh, it's interesting to me that you hate piñatas, but you love to pee in public, where, when I feel like all of this story, you should hate sticks, piñatas, pissing in public, and anybody named Eddie Ho. Maybe it's just that I, I like to piss in public. Yeah. Uh, did you like to before this moment? Uh, pretty much as far back as I can remember, but not like exposing myself. You know, I always find an area where... Or soiling yourself. Where, or soiling myself. I find an area where hopefully no one can see me. So you're a lady when you piss in public. <laughs> a lady on the streets. <laughs> I doubt he uses pee stream. He what? Pee stream. You know that the peeing cup for women? Oh, the sheeness? Yeah. Well, there's a few of them, but pee yeah. stream's one of them. Let's you pee standing up. Yes. Um, I'm familiar with this because uh, I have uh, aspirations to also have a penis. Mm-hmm. Not, not only, but also. Mm-hmm. You know, I love breasts and having a vagina, but uh, and as well orgasms, but... Um, also, I wish I had a penis. Do Does anybody else understand what it is like? I never wanted to. I always felt it would just get in the way. Of Seems like, like, just get in the way. I don't, There's I, a book yeah. called Dick for a Day, where yeah? a bunch of, uh, uh, it's a whole <laughs> bunch of different female writers just say what they would do if they had a dick for a day. Huh. And uh, uh, I think Stormy Leather has my copy of that book. Uh, and, who is that? And she has not uh, returned it yet. This does nothing. Of course not. I know. Too good. Never ever lend books. I never I get. Got to learn that. I uh, never get books back. Nope. Give books. Don't lend books. That's a good point. Yes. Exactly. Pay it forward. Uh, don't lend anything you don't expect to um, get back. You know, like my virginity when I lend it, I never expected to get it back. Mm. Yes. Um, but, what would you do if you had a dick for a day? Um, I would obviously. I mean, the obvious answer is I would go to a glory hole. You know. Um, oh, okay. Obviously, yeah, uh, I want yeah. to know what it's like to be on the other end. Um, I would pee all over the place, you know. Um, I would probably... F- what? You wouldn't? No, I mean, I have one, so and I don't. Yes, <laughs> but if you had breasts, would you not grab them all day? I mean, I have breasts. I grab them all day. Yeah, but what you're saying you just pee I'm grabbing them right now. 
Yeah. Yeah, but, but peeing all day requires not the same as grabbing breasts. Have you would ever it, drank alcohol? Would it be a gay glory hole or would it be a hetero glory hole? I mean, I don't Because I'd want to experience like an awesome gay blowjob if I had a dick for a day. Yes. And then I also, contrary-wise, I'd want to do a reverse gangbang. Oh. Do you think men suck dick better than women? Yes. Damn right. So I want to experience that. Effect? I want to see what that feels like. <laughs> Greg, I'm going to have to suck your dick with face boy because uh, we need to know. <laughs> I need to know if uh, which one of us is better because I believe I'm better than all the gay men. You know, this will be for science. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yes. Not not for anything else. <laughs> uh, no one will get any enjoyment. Out of this. I hope not. I mean, but, you know, enough that mine is better than his. That's all I care about. Nope. Yes. Mm. Well, it seems uh, we know what we're going to be doing soon. Mm. Very soon. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You can start to do it while um, I introduce my next guest and her story. Uh, so, you know, unzip your pants, get your face ready. Wonderful. Your mouth is getting ready. Uh, so, uh, Velocity, mm. you um, you have a story for us today. Yeah, I have a couple. Which one would you like to hear? First? Oh, choosing, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I like to pick things anonymously and uh, without choice. So this is interesting to have choice for a change. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what is on the menu? On the menu, we have one story that is uh, all full of coma hallucinations. And the other one is the time I had to pull a knife on a yellow cab driver. Oh, that excites me. I want to hear the knife story. The knife one. Yes, right? Give me just a moment. Given the options. Knife story. Knives, yeah. Cab drivers. I, I, I don't like them, you know. You know, this is why I started taking car services. Not a bad idea. Fuck taxi court. What's that going to do? At least there's like a paper trail. <laughs> if shit gets weird, you could at least call a dispatcher or something. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's Uber. Well, yeah, you know, and that's the other, that's a slight conundrum. But at least they have more of a rating system. You can report them. It's a little more, feels a little more accomplished than taxi court. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it seems more direct somehow. And, and this was pictures. definitely the days before Uber. Uh, we're talking like 1998, Lower East Side in the 90s. Less. All right. <clears throat> well, it was the first time I took ecstasy and I took three. <laughs> yeah, right out of the gate. Um, I had just gotten off work at an S&M themed restaurant and I had also performed that night for their Bloody Valentine's Day show. So it's called My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, so we went to this nightclub called The Bank that is, uh, would have been located on... Houston Ess- Street, near Essex. Essex. Essex, yes. And that was where the vampire ball was. And my friend who gave me the ecstasy had never been before. And although she was more of a raver than a goth, she was very excited to go. But once she was there amid the smoke machines, red and black lights, the smell of cloves and fangs and gothic despair, she quickly backpedaled and ran for the door. And there I was, about ready to peek for the first time ever on three hits of ecstasy. <laughs> and I knew this was trouble. <laughs> so I did the responsible thing and headed outside for a cab ride home. And although I was rolling, I was not hallucinating. You really can't do that on E, you know. Um, you can try. You, yeah, but you really don't hallucinate on it. Uh, but I really couldn't help notice that the meter was skipping forward very fast. This was a ride home I took all the time. And uh, normally in those days, 
Would have been thirteen dollars to get from the Lower East Side to Astoria. Rigged meter, obviously. Completely, and I already knew about that system. How it went down at that point, I'd called some drivers out before. So I was halfway home. It was already the cost of my usual ride, and I said to the driver, "Hey, I think your meter is off kilter. It it should be thirteen. All it shouldn't be thirteen already, and, and we've we've haven't even hit the exit yet." And he said, "Well, the road is making it do that." It happens all the time. And I said, dude, look, I only have like 20 on me and uh, I need to, to get home. So uh, let's, why don't you turn off your meter? I'll just give you what I have. Um, and then he said in a very serious tone, how about I take you back to the city and fuck your asshole? And then he began to speed up. And he swiftly changed lanes away from my upcoming exit. I was always told in situations like that that I should act extra crazy. You know, they'll be too afraid. It'll be too much effort, you know, to prey upon me. Um, and I was also flying on three hits of X. <laughs> and a lot of energy to work with. So I began body slamming back and forth door to door in the back seat. And all that did was he, he just began laughing at me. And that was a really bad sign. So I had to really think fast. And then I remembered I had done my knife act earlier that night. And that the knife, uh, it still had blood on it. And I, <laughs> <laughs> so thinking quickly, <laughs> flying on E. Stage blood, folks. Stage blood. Yeah. I pulled the knife out of my bag. <clears throat> And um, got into that little small taxi window with it. You know, the little, the little window in the partition, you know, kind of like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. And I was laughing and crying at the same time, slashing at my face with this bloody knife saying over and over again, please don't make me kill again tonight. Please don't make me kill someone again tonight. I don't want to have to kill anyone else again tonight. Please. <laughs> and there was still like some wig hair like stuck to the knife too. So it wasn't just bloody. It like had hair on it, you know. Uh, so he began to scream in horror in a language I don't know. I don't, I don't, I have no idea. He could have been Middle Eastern. He could have been Mexican. Him, Puerto Rican, but it, all I know is he was foreign. It was a different language, and he was going off like, you know. Um, and my exit was just then coming up, and he swerved across the highway, all six lanes, careening into the exit. And I'm sure it was the combo of adrenaline, ecstasy, and sheer outrage. But I became like Farrah Fawcett in the movie Extremities. I don't know if you know Extremities, but it's um, a movie about a rapist who breaks into this woman's home. Things go awry, and she ends up conquering him with bug spray and holding him hostage and tied up in bondage. And she ends up torturing him for the rest of the story. It's a very good movie. I highly recommend it. What's it called again? Extremities. Writing it down. Starring Farrah Fawcett, one of the greatest things I've ever seen her do. So I kind of turned into her. (laughs) (laughs) And so I ended up threatening him all the way telling him what I was going to do with my knife and his dick. Um, and he pulled up around the corner from my apartment. I certainly was going to give him my exact address. <laughs> I was like, right here, you know. 
Uh, <laughs> and I had been crumpling up dollar bills from tips I'd gotten that night in my, in my lap. And I remember I'm flying an ecstasy, so it's, it's <laughs> I'm dealing with more than a full deck at this point, you know. So I come out of the car, I go by the window, and I throw like all the wadded up, sing, like individually wadded up each one into his lap. And the sun's coming up. I remember the sun was coming up. And, and I'm marching down the block with this butcher knife in my hand, just marching with it, just away from the car. And he's screaming at me, you know, I kill you, you fucking bitch. I'll fucking kill you. And once I got home, I promptly curled up in a fetal position until the E had left my body. It took about three or four hours. And, um, yeah, basically, I never knew what I was capable of until that morning. So it was almost a gift. And that's my story. Wow. That's amazing. Um, I, I'm sad that the, the threat to fuck your asshole was a bad one, you know? It was bad. Yeah. Bad um, touch. I would yeah. have pissed myself. Yes, but I mean, you know, what wouldn't you piss yourself about? <laughs> my knife act saved my life, basically. That uh, I've heard about your knife act. It's beautiful from what I hear. <laughs> it's extreme and pretty. It's pretty, but it's very extreme. You know, gorgeous. Uh, and uh, uh, I believe um, I once heard you say something like, uh, I use syrup. It's more viscous. Yeah, yeah, I find that uh, corn syrup sucks. And that's what you find in most <laughs> fake blood. It doesn't work very well. So using things like tree sap, oriented, you know, maple syrup, molasses. Yeah, it congeals. And, nice. and you say you put a drop of uh, blue. A little, little bit of blue. A little bit more real. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, and you're able to actually swallow it, keep it. Yeah, it's, that is amazing it's my sideshow trick. It's a regurgitation trick I have where I... I can hold an ocean of fluid in my throat without controlling it, keeping it from going down or going up. And that, you know, gives you a nice poker face. My God, every, I feel like I'd still be alive if I had this disability. Yeah, you would be. Yeah, actually. I wouldn't have died. No. Choking no, on that load. Neither would that girl in Florida. Well, she was choking on a dick, but yeah, probably. Florida, right? saved her. Yeah, Florida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> always Florida. It's always Florida, you know? All these stories are Florida. I, I've lived there twice, and, uh, and they're never surprising. No. <laughs> no. So now, uh, you said an S&M-themed uh, restaurant. Is, yeah. uh, is it still in existence? No, unfortunately. Well, that's fine. I'm a specter. It was, I can't it was this called La Nouvelle anyway. Justine. Oh, that's sexy. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so if I could leave the premise. French food. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, French. Yeah, you could pay money to spank the bus boys or girls. Or you could pay for a spanking at your table by the dominatrix waitress. That you, was you have to pay for these things now. I just oh, did it. Is, you know, we provided services yes. and served French food. So ecstasy, uh, I think they call that now Molly MDMA. I was the tarot card reader, the S&M tarot card reader. Would you spank people? Um, sometimes, but usually they, I just end up telling their fortune. <laughs> <laughs> I see in your future you're going to be spanked. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was one of the few S&M places I had never been to. They didn't last all that long. No, no, the, the owners were going through a messy divorce. Well, also something about food and BDSM might have sounded good on paper, but really didn't, yeah. really didn't work. I mean, that's oh, no, no, it was pretty, it was the 90s, you know, people were crazy. So we had a lot of celebrities <laughs> and it was pretty banging in the beginning. It just, you know, okay. got too, dec it, it burnt out like Rome, you know, just died of its own decadence. Yeah, the 90s were different. Like yeah. Jacqueline. Well, yes, I <laughs> <Exactly>. did. <laughs> On my own decadence, really, you know. Um, does ecstasy exist anymore? 
Molly. Yeah. I think it's called it's Molly. Oh, Molly, well, Molly is like sort of ecstasy. Yeah, right? that's the same, right? It's not exactly the same thing, though, right? I'm not sure. It is. I'm pretty sure it's got like other stuff in it. It might be a slight chemical it's, variation, but isn't the effect I, similar? Yeah, I think they just. Add, I think it's like cut with stuff, other stuff. Oh, so okay. yeah, and MDMA is that also Molly? MDMA is yes. Yes, I didn't say MDNA like Madonna. I said MDMA. MDMA, yes. Right, yeah? Like yes. MDMA? Yes. Yes, M. M. D. M. M. A. D. M. D. M. D. M. A. The precursor yeah. to that was MDA. I forget what the second M is for, but. Uh, more. <laughs> <laughs> Just for more, you know, more better, more better drugs. Wow. Uh, but quaaludes, no, right? Nobody can get quaaludes. Just asking for a friend. Oh, I didn't even. Do they still exist? That's my question. Not that I know of. Wow. Yes, I once went to a, um, um, a drug rehab type thing, and uh, the counselor was like, do you know where you can get quaaludes? <laughs> and uh, the way he asked it made me think that maybe, <clears throat> much like the bank robbers who then work for the prisons, uh, you know, the cops really, uh, that he was probably a former, you know, mm-hmm. user of things. Um, I, I have uh, the story of the first time I ever went to a glory hall. Uh, it is short. I was with my friend. Um, actually, I had broken up with someone and I was sad. And my friend was like, I know what will make you feel better. You know, I'll take you to a glory hole and I'll show you what it is. And I did not believe that he was, you know, gay sometimes, um, you know, because he was boring. Um, but he apparently was <laughs> very open minded. Um, and uh, he showed me the etiquette, you know, the knocks and the clicks and the what you do uh, to indicate that you wish to either suck a penis, have a penis suck, uh, have a person suck your penis um, and uh, the fun thing for me was that I learned in this moment that uh, he, he liked um, tranny porn, which okay. was another interesting thing. Are you allowed to call it that? Uh, I think You're not supposed to say tranny. Not anymore. Mm-mm. Okay, but at the time, that's what it was called. But uh, okay, today it's called uh, transgender. Are they really calling it that? What are they calling it? I, all I know is chick with dick, and I don't even think that's right. No, it's probably I think not. they call it trans. They don't, trans say, porn. They don't say gender. They just say trans porn. It's definitely not sexually retarded. Well, porn's yeah, usually no. abbreviated. Definitely <laughs> not. Yes. yes, definitely not allowed to say that word. <laughs> You're losing a lot of good words that sound good, not not that they mean good things. It's true. Yes. Um, but then uh, the thing that was so interesting to me was that this man emitted an odor like a stink bug when he was aroused. Mm-hmm. And it made me oh. sick. That's gross. Yes. Uh, so sick that I could not talk to him for a while. But uh, still, the addiction was born, you know. It happens. This was near Wiggles. Uh, there was a glory hole near uh, Wiggles. This oh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, uh, it didn't. Not, it didn't really surprise me. Uh, Wiggles also uh, one of the strip clubs. So wait, the, the, the person who brought you stunk, or the or the the no. penis you sucked? No, I, I sucked nothing. I was watching. I was learning. I was um, an apprentice, if you will. Yes, I was there to learn uh, the etiquette and everything. He showed me how to get his dick sucked, and then he showed me how to suck it. Actually, I got to see him sucking a dick. But for whatever reason, when he got aroused, I guess his body heated, and it was much like um like a lamp when you put a candle and oils. So it just emitted the foulest uh, stench into the room, and I, I was like gagging, like you a know? skunk musk. Yeah, skunk. Yeah, you must have had a stink sack somewhere mm-hmm. in him. So when did you first suck through a glory hole? Um. Well. Uh. Well, he dropped me off, and then I went right back to the glory hole, you know, and I uh, never left. You know, in my heart, of course. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, mostly true. Mostly true, yeah. <laughs> Guys, sorry, I'm late. 
Catherine. Hey. Hey. Nice Hi. to see you. Hi. It's only like halfway through your first show. God. Yeah, it happens. It happens. It's it's fucking 3 p.m. on a Saturday. Who's up at this? Thank you guys for being up at this hour. Yeah. This is, yeah, this I was is working early. last night until I got home at 2.30 or something like that, a.m. What were you? Uh... I was working the lust party. Oh, how did I not even? This is the Thanksgiving one? Yes. I feel like I don't even know you anymore. What are you talking about? I don't know. Just that. <laughs> I just don't know you anymore. I am always awake at 3 p.m. on Saturday. Why is there a ghost in my seat? Yeah. Hmm? Oh, I was feeling in for you. You can feel me in now, you know? Uh, I mean, digitally with your fingers. Okay. I'm going to finger this ghost, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so you're gonna you're, get slime. Was, did I ask already if Stormy was there, or did I just think it? You Stormy it. was not there. You did not ask. Okay, yeah, I thought it. <laughs> I, I thought to ask if Stormy was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you so, hear the word lust, and you immediately think. I can show Stormy. you some pictures. I know that's not necessary. Yeah, uh, I'll get choked <laughs> up. I'll be unable to. to oh, this is that. not from last night. God, Stormy, do what you wish. That's like that's like your favorite picture. It's one of them. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, one time, I, I probably told this story on a ass or art star scene. Oh, by the way, if you like what you're hearing here, please uh, give us your money. Why not? Uh, RadioFreeBrooklyn.com backslash pledge. You know, why not donate stuff to the, is that Stormy? No. As Can little as a dollar stormy? a month. Yeah. You, you, the price of a latte. What is this? These are is pictures Stormy from in the... any of this? No. Let me so are see. You not at, so just keep going this way. Let me see. So Decadent these are people covered last night's in food. Thing. There's no food on these. There's food on these people. Yeah. So lust is amazing. Do you want to explain exactly what it is? I love the leaf over the vagine. Well, it starts with uh, a meal, and the and it's uh, there. There are let's see eight different models. Very beautiful people. Um, and they're they're wearing almost nothing, just like a little little swatch cloth down and down, covering up their mm-hmm. genitals. And they are artistically covered in in different types of food. Of course, there's turkey on one, and there's fruit on another, there's candy apples on another model, and uh, and um, there's a bar also, so people can drink. Mm-hmm. And and you have a meal off of these near naked bodies go from table to table and then there's also all kinds of ambient performances happening all the time like there'll there'll be a shibaru i think it's called uh that's some sort of japanese rope bondage um yes and there's a there's a, a spanking area but spanking by the end so of the night is happening pretty much everywhere yeah is there any glowy hole there is not a glory hole. That is a piece. Is there a stage? There is a stage, and they have different performances throughout the evening. Some fire acts. Some there was the most blood I've ever seen in an act. There was a, a, a ninety pound. Wait a minute, the most? Yes, the most. Yeah, ninety pound. <laughs> ninety pound uh, bucket of blood on stage that uh, I've I've never seen that much blood. Yeah, for, for and what a, do they do with this bucket of blood? I'm fascinated. I unfortunately did not see that because I had to go and take care of something else during that act. I had but, to be not there because I hate being places. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff's about to happen. Get out. Run. And some people get blindfolded when they're when they're being fed or led around. It's it's but there's no actual doing it. 
There's no penises that come out, no vaginas out. <laughs> this sounds horrible. What am I supposed to eat? It's FD, it's well, it's FDA approved, so they can't have all that junk. Is it? Out. Oh, that makes sense. Is it? <laughs> fucking with you. <laughs> you messed with you know, my head. Sanitary reasons. You know, you got food, yeah. you got junk, you gotta separate the junk from the food. Well then how do they have those uh buffets at swinger parties? Because in those in, and when you enter that room you have to wear like your robe or something. Like there's a there's an etiquette, there's a rule. You can't just walk into the to the buffet of the swinger club naked. You have to, you know, respect the sneeze guard. <laughs> is that true? Because That is true. I could tell you from experience. Wow. Yeah. Cuz uh any any of the clubs or parties I've gone to, after you get naked, people just never get their clothes These back might on. be more private parties. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mine was in a I'm talking like a public swinger dojo. club with a CD dojo. Yes, it is. Well, by day children learn karate. Now, I know you hate night. I know you hate Hands and feet, hands and feet. Bondage. Block, block. Fucking and fucking and fucking. Wax off, wax on. Wax all over. Wax on. So I know you hate buffets. Would you hate them more at a swinger party, or would yes, it make a absolutely? I, oh no, I, oh I would. I, I fear the buffet at a swinger party. No, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't. I don't do things at a swinger party because other mouths have she been. You don't have in to places. wear gloves at the buffet. So yeah, but they don't put their mouths in the buffet. Their but they right? put their mouths on dicks. I'm not putting my and their hands on dicks. things. Yeah. and then they're at the buffet. You're, with their you're hands. near tons of mouths near dicks at the swinger party. I'm Why fine you- with like looking at a buffet. I'm fine with watching people fuck. Uh, I'm just not uh, necessarily okay with um, with. Uh, okay, let's say you know, there's a buffet and there's a, like a, a container of mayonnaise at the buffet at the swingers party, ew. and it's been sitting there for a while. I hate mayo. How much would you have to be paid to eat some of that mayonnaise? Oof. How much Never for mayo? There's yeah, not enough in the world. A buffet container of mayonnaise. Warm swinger party. Warm. Been out there for a while. Mm. You, I don't even like mayonnaise. I know. What if it was aioli? What if it was a spicy mayo? No. I wouldn't get past no, just the mayonnaise. Spoonful. I, I would be vomiting. I, I once, um, I once came back from Greece and uh, I got so high because I only had Greek pot there that uh, when I got high when I came back I was hallucinating. I felt like Alice in Wonderland, like on a mushroom, mm-hmm. sitting on a bed, like I was shrinking. And then I went down to the, um, the. Um, the kitchen to yeah. to eat something and i saw like a costco size mayo and i don't know if it got extra big because of the like alice in wonderland thing that was happening Ugh. but that day forward i was like no fucking mayo and at the time i was eating meat so i would get a roast beef you're gonna gag and cream cheese sandwich wait what yeah what yeah Roast beef and cream cheese. Dude, I would rather jerk off in a bathtub full of buttermilk than even have a spoonful of mayonnaise. That's how much I hate mayo. Okay. I would jerk off in a bathtub full of buttermilk just because. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fill it up. I'm into it. Uh, would you like to tell a story? Yeah, we would love to hear a story. Uh, Rachel Cleary is mic? here. Give her and the mic. She works. so quiet. At a swinger party. She worked the door at a oh, swinger no party. Oh, no shit. I did. Um, well, I don't know if I have one story, but I can attest to certain hygiene practices. Um, well, I should say I worked the door. So I was I was a hostess. And um, a big part of this is protecting privacy. So I won't say like the name of it the, because they had a name. They were kind of not really a company, but not really a group. But 
I won't say who hosted these. A known these. party. They were known party. The names go on the email threads. Um, yep. So, and I do, and there were people who might be recognizable. You may have seen them in entertainment and things like that. So I, w- I will respect people's privacy um, and not get into details like that. But my job as the hostess was really, I worked the door. I, I said, hello, um, welcome, and your name is, and checked you off the list, and I collected Check the money. And, you know, they were two different, they actually did two different things. They did like the parties where things would happen. And they also had these meet and greet kind of things at a local restaurant slash bar, which was kind of like, hey, for people who maybe just wanted to get their feet wet in, in this in this circle. And just the feet. They, 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 we want to, we want to play as they called it. And how do we broach this? And it was kind of like, um, it's kind of like we had the room you were you when people showed up to like hang out and eat and drink like you would on any saturday night but you knew this was a place where someone wouldn't be it was a safe place if you wanted to approach one couple wanted to approach another couple everyone in the room was down for that that was the whole thing i didn't participate and i was one of those like i mean it wasn't my thing but it was also like i was hired and told very clearly you have a job to do I don't care what you do. I don't care what the fuck you do, but you need to do your job. And that meant having to pay attention and collect the money and keep account and keep it. But at the parties, like the parties where things might happen, um, you, you know, I mean, you walked around, you made sure it's high, high, high. You maybe broke the ice between people who were like looking at each other and clearly awkward, or you made sure there were condoms in the, in the dishes and the rooms and stuff. Um, you helped clean up afterwards, but they didn't just, they didn't do food because like what you were, this whole buffet thing. I mean, that's just, this is freaking messy. Um, part of, but you know, the, they what they did do, trapeze. they had, they had a bar, but you brought, you brought your own bottle and you gave tips. So that gets around your alcohol permit. Like we know this, right? Anyone who's ever thrown a party or mm-hmm. yeah. a fundraiser kind of thing to, you know, you can't, selling alcohol is different from giving it away. And as mm-hmm. long as everyone's over 21, ah. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the gray area. In, and in people, pro- a lot of problem people like that because they're like, "Hey, I'll spend less money on booze if I bring my own, hand it to the bartender, and they just keep it's cost less." And the other thing was that, um, and ter- part of what happened, yeah, they weren't serving food and stuff, but like with the whole meet and greet place in the restaurant, they worked out a deal. The restaurant liked it because people were coming, and <laughs> yeah, they were, yeah. and yeah, a later, <laughs> but they were coming and buying their food. And also, these parties they'd start later, like the afternoon or hour, and people would say, "Well, what about food?" And they'd send them to certain. And it was this whole deal they worked out with restaurants. So the whole food thing, the other, th- the other thing that, like, I guess is you don't realize some of the well, different things happen in different spaces. These were spaces like they don't want the mess of the food. It's like a lot of these. I, I worked this one party. They had you <laughs> worked out with mess. a yeah. Though it was like a spa, so they had these little rooms, but there would be like colonoscopy, like medical looking forms on the walls, and people would walk in like, "Is this room private?" I'm sure right here. There's a table. Yeah, he'd go ahead, and they'd like flip on a light, and they'd see like the machine and shit like that. <laughs> Wow. Like, so it's like yeah but like no that's the whole thing like the the food thing they, they, it was just like someone mentioned that once and like no we're not dealing with food you have no idea the met like <laughs> food does not happen at a at at, at like a clean cut like sex like a sex party like booze happens but they do, they and actually what they do is they just work out the restaurants around there love it because they're like give us your people that's amazing. Yeah. That's that's what happened. But I I mean there are stories. Give us your tired besides your horny, that, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay, that's really boring. That's very technical. But there are no, that's the not. hygiene rule. It's like you know, yeah, kind of fucking food in here. How is that boring? Yeah, nothing about it. Sound bomb. But the yeah, I worked the door. But it was like oh yeah. But no, I met some interesting people from interesting walks of life without like 
violating the privacy. Like yeah. um, people from really like like conservative religious communities who are sneaking out after hours, but they're like, listen, I'm an adult. I'm, you know, I'm my kids are fine mm. and everything and things like that. And, um, but then like they criticize other members of their religious community while they were there saying, you know what, well, at least I don't go out on a church night or on the Sabbath. They'd say like oh. this, 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 you know, so the sun's <laughs> going down. They're validating. Validating. Yeah. It's like, dude, you're fine. You're fine here. Everything's cool here. Or like, you know, people who, Oh, just, I mean, it was it was interesting, but yeah, the funniest thing was when they they found a permanent space at this one. It was a spa, like by day, and they liked it because they said for them a couple of bucks and stuff. It was private, um, it was clean, and they had like kind of little rooms where like treatments, massages, and so there were tables and beds and things. But they had they apparently colonoscopy the the colon cleanses were big, and they had like all sorts wow. of promo stuff in the colon cleanse room, and the machine was there and. Put, <laughs> inevitably someone like and there's like what do we do about this because half the people are like just they're, they're too they, they just stop and they want to go home after they see it and the other half are just like yeah <laughs> i want so, a chocolate <laughs> shake colon cleanse oh, yeah. on your, your fetish or your kink like you'd be really into that but it's just like Colin really medical on the <laughs> i just love the people that are like oh my god no one's coming to the restaurant what are we gonna do oh i know <laughs> yeah no one's got fuck parties <laughs> yeah like they will we'll send people your way and oh man there are all sorts of like firefighters uh, police mm. officers and it was interesting where management would draw the line where people might say things to me or my co-workers like what was in like they, they want to know you have like you're safe here you, you have a thick skin and they understand some people just have a few too many or things like that but it was like amazing what would be okay and what wouldn't be yeah. okay i mean i was just you know it's like um one of the guy one guy was just like kind of drunk and getting a little touchy feely and we, we were just like no okay he's he's gone but like the guy he someone once asked me if the curtain matched the drapes oh and oh, i thought yeah. and i and i think he almost like got physically thrown out of Oh, wow. wow. And I was just like, I just went to them. I just kind of went, I think that's just kind of silly. What yeah. you just, I said, it's weird. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not that I'm a, it's inappropriate <laughs> like boundaries, but I was like, of all the things, is that his idea of a pickup line? Yeah. Like hey. fire in the tree is fire in the bush. Right. Yeah. Right. And I was just right. kind of like, that's I, I, and I actually started, I, we were laughing about it. Me and my fellow hostess, we were like, does that, does he think that's a good pickup line? That's hilarious. Like, that's really funny. Like, yeah. I think that's going to get you so good. We're like, hey, this guy. But he actually, like, got himself, like, I think redheads get that question all the time. asked more. Yeah, than and so, all like, the it's, time. it's not yeah. okay. Like, like, I mean, like, strangers on the street. There's a lot of this, like, we talk a lot about boundaries now, which I think is a good thing. Like, yeah. I understand. But it's like, yeah, we get stupid questions. I have people yell at me down the street. You gingers eat your soul. <laughs> Are they all little old ladies? Gingers yeah. <laughs> eat your soul. Uh, ginger, no, one guy yelled, gingers have no soul. And I said, well, it's okay. I'll eat yours. Okay. So you're nice. starting that. that, that <laughs> ginger, yeah, they did. Yeah. Redheads get rude shit. Dude, one of the few times I was a redhead, I was hostessing at this really fancy restaurant back in the day in the 80s and at, called the Velvet Turtle in California. And this old couple came in for their table. They were very well-dressed and to-do. <laughs> and the, the old dude in front of his wife looked at me and goes, so is it true what they say? And I was like, what? And he's like, is that me? There's, there's a fire in the tree. Is there a fire in the bush? So he was basically asking me if the drapes match match the furniture too. Yeah, the curtains. Yeah, I was nineteen. I was horrified. <laughs> I didn't know what creepy. to do. This guy so, was like eighty. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> I feel like a lot of 80 year olds think they can get away with anything because they're they can. 80. Yeah, yeah they kind of can. Because they win. Because his face boy says they won. Yeah, they won. <laughs> um, so yeah. the most important thing I forgot to mention about the lust parties is it's all about consent. Well, the, one of the taglines for the yeah. party is consent is sexy. And uh, and they t- they when you before you enter the the party they give a whole spiel about the culture of consent there are consent monitors there they read they're wearing a red wrist wristband and it's like uh you know anything you're going to do and it's continued you know can i can i touch your shoulder and that's a yes or a no and if it's a yes uh you're going to check in with them you know is it is it okay to continue this and uh and i think that's very cool and yeah, especially yeah, especially with what, with all the shit going on yeah. right now in the world, uh, it's no surprise to me that these parties continually so they they sell yeah. out before the event even begins. The one that I went to on on uh, what Beefgate, uh, the night of Beefgate, uh, after the friend that I was with would was trying to violate my consent and insisting that I take my pants off. Like it was the third time I went, and I went just for observation all times, except for the time I had vodka. But anyway. <laughs> um, that story is irrelevant. Um, yeah, so as I was leaving, I met this woman and I was like, may I hug you goodnight? And there was this moment of like, yeah, thank you for asking. Yeah, yeah you know? and, and there was one of these parties uh, I was I was working and I was, it's towards the end of the night and um, I'm online for the bathroom. This woman is behind me and she goes, can I rest my head on your shoulder? Yeah. And she was very beautiful and very nice. And, and I said, of course. And I followed her home. Uh, Kidding. <laughs> Jokes. It's like, uh. Yeah. uh <laughs> save it for us. Just mentally. You mentally followed her home. I've got- no, it was just, that was that moment. And it was really nice. And, and she said, I wish everything, I wish it could always be like this. Yeah. Where you could just rest your head on someone's shoulder and, and that's all. And yeah. That's beautiful. It is. Consent is sexy. That's like, it is. Yeah. Environment there where people can support each other and be affectionate with one each other, yeah. and another, but it's it's boundaries. without with the boundaries and so we we need some we need a people it's affection's okay yeah you know and and it's it's can be a demonstration of support it can be a demonstration of compassion it's it's okay but it's that's a beautiful thing if most people if more people go just say like please and thank you and you know the the one the and folks that I. ran the yeah I mean, the folks that ran the parties that I did one thing. That they ran a certain type of, you know, they had two different types um, in terms of who could attend. And they did this based on what they observed being a part of the swinger community Mm -hmm. at gatherings. And they had um, two types. One was for couples and single ladies only. Mm -hmm. And the other one, they called it bybash. And that was for like couples and single men and single ladies. And they did the single, this is years ago also, um, but they did the couples and single ladies one because they had all this feedback from women who felt like we're just it's it's a bunch of guys creeping on us and, and sausage party people yeah. it's it's it, but they kind of felt like and I don't know if this was maybe this was the answer they came up with in their own minds that they could manage years ago and stuff but it's also it was kind of like well a lot of women liked coming they wanted women to they were trying to create a safe space where mm-hmm. women felt that they could like kind of get in you know experiment with meant with swinging and for them that meant you know women could you know it. it only single women know like single men. And I don't know if that's always necessarily fair to the single men, no. but a lot of women to, and then they maybe they got comfortable and they're like, okay, I know who's coming or I know who's running this. And then they came to the other party. So this, 
yeah, there's branched out. They, they branched out. They, I mean, there, there was, we, it was way more old school New York. The whole, we didn't have consent monitors and stuff, but it's like, Hey, keep an eye out for that over there. Yeah. That guy, you know, over there, go ask if she's okay. Nice. Are you all right? I, I'm, I'm okay. No, really? You're okay. <laughs> it's like, there needs to be like a code. New it was kind of like we're hey. watching. It was very A, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so I've actually uh, got a story that has a little bit of consent uh, violation in it. Um, mm. I'll, I uh, prepared it because I had an idea of what you guys might be talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, years ago. Piss mo- myself? Yes, <laughs> mostly, mostly. So um, most of the things that I do, most of the jobs that I get, I get by accident and usually through Facebook. Um, this story, probably I got through MySpace, but since that ages me, I'm going to say it was through Facebook. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so uh, my friend messages me like, hey, one of my waitresses didn't come in. Can you come in uh, and, and fill in for her? I'm like, yeah, sure. And he gave me the cross street. He gave me the address. I come and I get to the restaurant. The restaurant's closed down. Not like for the night permanently and i'm like what ghost shit is going on right now like what the fuck so i text him call him message him whatever and he's like yeah ring the bell so then i have to put my face in the camera and then i go up to the third floor where a man with a gun greets me and frisks <laughs> me and then my friend comes out and says, no no Jesus. she's with me she's with me it's cool it's cool she's with me i'm like what in the fuck is this where am i and then he's like, all right, so one of our waitresses isn't here. And I see like all these tables and people playing cards. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, so what you got to do is like you give out the sodas for free. They'll tip you. It's going to be in chips. Um, and then you just take orders. You just like take orders and sure. then you call the restaurants and you uh, you deal with the delivery. I'm and assuming at this point, this is an underground poker den. Yes. Okay. An underground yeah. poker club right. above a brothel or massage parlor. Even better. Yeah. So um, they didn't want to raise suspicion, <laughs> but I think ordering 17 times from the same place separately uh, and me always greet and there's a guy with a gun like all of this raises suspicion. Um, but it was actually kind of cool. I like learned how to do some tricks. I like started watching poker games on um, TV and sports bars. And I'm like, he should he should he should fold or he should you know, like I just knew st- I started learning things and I felt kind of cool about it. And um, one of my most fun games was to sit next to the security guy at the cameras and watch guys go into the brothel slash massage parlor um and we would watch them go in like all tense with like this look on their face like oh god and then they'd come out just looking like regret (laughs) (laughs) like like a walk of shame yes i can't believe i did that and i don't know if that's because that's what happens when men come or i think that's what happens when men come yeah or it was specific to the situation that's not but the situation certainly exacerbates it yeah and like my friend in our group was very much a nerd like the first time i met him he almost died doing whippets and i'm like i don't fucking know you i don't want you dying in my house please stop turning purple and doing whippets Whippets a nerd thing to you? No, no, no. He was a nerd. I've, this is how I met. Him. I was wondering <laughs> that like, too. Was like, yeah, like or whippets a nerd. One thing. night he got he decided drunkenly that he was going to marry this girl who's who <laughs> I'm not going to say her first name, so I'll say Sally Blow. Um, and and the reason her name was Sally Blow is because she would blow you for coke. Sure. Yeah. So this blow is for girl. blow. Yeah, blow for blow. And this was the girl that he was going to marry in Las Vegas that night. And I was invited and I should have gone because I didn't go uh, because I had some job that I don't remember or class for call. I don't even know what it was. Just kidding. uh, Because that would age (laughs) me. Um, But yeah, so um, (laughs) (laughs) I was advanced studies. So um, yeah, so um, 
he on a, on the wedding night she called him a faggot during their vows over and over again like this is his life like mm. and it was funny to us so just to give you like a, an idea of like the ranking of people in our group right there his name was Goulet and he was big shit and like everybody came. he was the manager of this club I think I can say it because it doesn't exist anymore called Straddle um, and everything was going great I was I was even advised on like okay if there's a raid what you do is you take your chips you put them here if you ever see chips there don't touch them there was a raid leave them alone that's for the waitress that was there that wide day don't worry you're a waitress you probably won't get arrested they really just focus on the dealers and the people who run the place and I'm like what the fuck also don't worry we greased the cops so like if there's a raid it just means that we're having a fight with another poker club oh. I'm like okay great I yeah. learned early that I love working for the mafia. It's all off the books. Just kidding. Unemployed. Um, <laughs> and nobody ever, ever complained about anything ever. Because what are you going to do? Don't complain. Um, and then one day it all turned. This fucking creep with cold, dead fingers named Alfredo. No. I don't fucking care. I'll say his name. Um, <laughs> Alfredo. He's like, you know, honey. You Alfredo make- sauce. Yes, yes. He looked like he was covered in dried Alfredo sauce or Ew. like a layer of jizz. <laughs> it could have been eczema, but it looked like Alfredo sauce jizz covering. He's like, you could make a lot of money doing rub downs. And I'm like, oh, so much money. You want to do it right He wanted down. to turn you out. Oh, hey. God. He yeah. wanted to turn you, you out you so is, bad. You, you want to do rub down. Yeah. So I had no idea what the fuck a rub down was. And I ran into the kitchen. Uh, and I'm like, I'm not coming out until that guy stops. And my friend Goulet comes in. He's like, all right, I'll fix Goulet. it. Yeah. Um, that's what they <laughs> called him. It was so ridiculous to me. I'm like, you're not Goulet. You're, you're the guy that we all make fun of. Stop it. Um, I love you if you're listening. But, um, so, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So then he's like, all right, I'll go fix it. And he comes back. He's like, all right, I fixed it. I'm like, great. He's going to stop bothering me. No, I got him to pay $5 a minute. I'm like, you didn't, you didn't get it. I'm not, I'm not touching <laughs> the jizz covered guy. I'm not wow. touching him. Um, wow. I'm not doing rub down. She's like, five whole dollars yeah, a minute. He's like, that's a good deal. I got you a really good deal. Like most people only make a dollar a minute and then maybe some tips. I'm like, no, you don't get it. I'm not touching him. Am I allowed to pick? Yeah. <laughs> Am I allowed to pick who gets the rub downs? No, no, that would that would make people upset and jealous like children. Like if you bring one for one, you have to bring it for the whole class. So um, I was just like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And then finally, one of the waitresses who did do the rub downs, actually, she was just a mas- she just came in to do massages because while I was there, I wouldn't do them. So they had to get this other girl. Um, and I just saw her like elbowing guys in the back. And I'm like, oh, if I could abuse them, I would have. <laughs> yeah, totally but I'm done sure this. it leads to a happy ending. I it, think that's it the point. Believe it or not, because they could always go downstairs. For so that. it was a legit rub down. It really was. He just wasn't a trying to turn you out no. and have you do happy endings for five bucks a minute. Yeah, not that I know of, because you're doing it at the table while they're playing. No, five bucks a minute. Sounds I know. Pretty swanky. I, like you know. I did get the massage. <laughs> <laughs> a Coca massage and a sandwich Ross will you give me massage and coke I yeah. pay you three hundred dollars an hour <laughs> you know what yes yes I will <laughs> no, wait, that an hour is a, a minute. frightening voice just so you know mm, yes oh uh, just as curiosity which, <laughs> which one of us gave you the better <laughs> blowjob totally what <laughs> tell us in that voice which one of us gave you the better blowjob mm, it was totally a ghost nice and cold yeah Fuck you, face boy. <laughs> I give a better little job. Um, but yeah, and then uh, they, they stopped having me come in because I wouldn't touch them. But there was before that happened, there was this one guy who coerced me 
into like giving him a massage because his back was whatever. And they're all fucking gamblers. So I know he took a bet. Like we would take a bet on how long the guys would be in the whorehouse. Oh, so I know that <laughs> they, they were taking, taking bets on who got you first. Yeah. And he mm. did. And he didn't even fucking pay me. And I hated that guy because oh, I didn't want to do it. And he like got me to do it. Cause he's like, oh, always so get the pain. money first. I wasn't doing it for money. I was doing it because I, I'm stupid or a good person, My whatever. Back really hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Come over and give me a Coca Cola. <laughs> And the massage. I give you two dollar tip. <laughs> it's my penis. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so um, yeah, so they I, they stopped having me come in. Whatever. Uh, I think it's because they actually closed down or got raided. Like I don't think I was fired. Uh, but then when my friend opened another place one day, I got a camera, like a real pro camera, a Nikon D two hundred, out of the tips that I got there in the brief period that I worked there. Just kidding. Um, it's called, I think, layering. In when it's called in money laundering, I think that's called layering. I just call it shopping. And by I, I mean <laughs> not me, because obviously I wouldn't do that, tax man. Um, but yeah, and and uh, when he opened a new shop, I'm like, can I do it? He's like, you got to do rub downs. If you're gonna do it, you got to do rub downs. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it. Um, but yeah, that that was the time that I worked in an illegal underground poker club above a brothel. And how old were you when this went down? Twelve. <laughs> Shut up! I I don't know how to answer that. Uh, it was. I it honestly wasn't... don't know because I think I was already lying about my. Shall age. we just say eighteen? Yes. Yes. And where we'll was it? 18. On the edge wow. of seventeen. It was uh, yeah. in the MySpace era of New York. Uh, <laughs> um, I will say that Friendster. it was like around thirty eighth and third, <laughs> give okay. or take. Yeah, that sounds um, about right. Oh, Usually were you there? Right. No, there were a lot of no. celebrities that went there too. No, no, but I just I know that area. It's yeah. seedy. Yeah, uh-huh. I would see the women with like their their dresses, a lot of and long, in that area. long boobs. Yeah. Um, so where can we find you guys? You can find me at faceboy.com and you can also tonight at seven p.m. tune in for Art Star Scene Radio. Yes. Uh, if you were listening earlier, you heard disco techno with Grace. Also, welcome to our houses at six p.m. Please listen to them and check out. Get rich quick with Josh and Noel. Josh and, Noel after and if you go to ask. Radio Free Brooklyn, you can find Art Star Scene Radio and you can sponsor the show and you can also listen to all the past episodes. And you can email me directly at dunson at gmail.com or you can find my Facebook page. And you can also email uh, Art Star people at artstarscene at gmail.com. How about you, Velocity? Where can we find you? Um, I host Fallen Woman on Radio Free Brooklyn here every Thursday at the stroke of midnight. I love the strokes. And it's a variety of things. Sometimes it's a soiree. Sometimes it's a solo event with a single person I'm in love with. And sometimes it's storytelling and music. But it's always on the dark side of things. It's always on the fringe. And it's always everything strong and feminine. Um, Fallenwoman.com is where you can find some of the archives of that show. And thank you so much for having me here tonight. Thank you. I'm honored thank to be on your first show. Here. You're welcome. I heard stormy telling. Where can we find you, Greg? Uh, this week you can find me microwaving um, turkey and making stove top stuffing and eating it in my apartment. Yum. Yum. Well, check that out, guys. Check him out. Yeah. Thank you all for tuning in to the first episode ever of Done Son. Congratulations. Thank you guys for being here. Thank uh, you, Rachel. Honored. Thank honored. you, Facebook. Thank you, Velocity. Mwah. Thank you, 